Hi and welcome. My name is Mike Marinus. I'm your chiropractor and host here for everything sort of pediatric. And with me, I have sister Samantha Crompton, lactation consultant. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Can't complain here. Wonderful. So we are spanning the breadths of from the UK to, to South Africa. And I understand that we're in different uh, seasons at the moment, but we have something really important to talk about, which generally is quite season related. Uh, I saw you yeah. made a post about it today. So I thought let's let's jump on it. And it's something quite timeless in the UK as well, because uh, people have been talking about it. And it is because it is so hot here at the moment, and it gets so hot in South Africa in the summer. Should you be giving your breastfed baby water in between? Because on the surface, it kind of goes, you think it's a good idea. But is it a good idea? And should we be doing this? So uh, it is hot here um, most of the year. And I get this question all day, every day. So when I was seeing everything popping up in the UK, I thought, flip, we've got to actually post this because mm. um, at any time in South Africa, it's relevant. And the simple answer is no, <laughs> you shouldn't mm. be giving your breastfed babies water or your formula fed babies water for that matter either. Um, very newborn babies, definitely not. So your, your very early week is under two months Definitely, definitely not. And the reason for that is that they're actually not designed to take in water. Their bodies are expecting milk. You know, mm. that's that's what they're expecting. And we tend to then flush them and they can actually get um, low sodium levels. So hyponatremia, um, which can vary from sort of mild to quite a severe, you know, a severe problem for these babies. So the simple answer is no, definitely okay. not giving our babies water. Okay. Because that stomach's not big. And you are filling it with water, whereas, and this I think is the problem where you extrapolate from the adult and you go, yeah. I'm an adult, I'm very, I get dehydrated, so I need to drink. And, and the messaging is always out there, drink water, drink water. So you kind of extrapolate that to your baby, yeah. forgetting that the stomach size is so small. And as you talk about, you'll flush them. Yeah. You'll just fill them up with water, no space for nutrition. And then all of a sudden you start getting things like the low sodium levels. Yeah, and also they, as you say, they get full on the water and then they don't want to have their milk feed. So now you, you're running into trouble of them, you know, not nutritionally. I mean, water's great for adults. We, we, we love it, it's, but it's nutritionally not sufficient for the babies. So they're now full on the water and now they're not going to have their milk feed. So long-term we'll run into sort of low weight gain problems and failures to thrive if, if this continues. Um, but even in the short term, and it's not a good idea. And remember, breast milk is 88% water, you know, so they're getting water. Uh, a formula bottle is, you know, if you're giving a 100 ml formula bottle, you know, 100 mils of that is water. So yeah. um, they are properly hydrated a lot they, of the time. All they're of the time. hydrated, yes. And they, babies are super clever. So what they're going to do is they're just going to demand milk feeds a little bit more often, which is not a problem. I mean, as long as they've they've got access to that, mm. then it's definitely not a problem. So instead of trying to give your baby water and do all of these things, just when they're asking for, you know, a sip here and a sip there, give it to them. You know, just don't mm. don't deny them that. And we shouldn't have a problem. I suppose that's the big thing is to remember that they are people and they're yeah. they're getting hot. So they but the answer is to give them their food because they need the nutrition. They only have that space to go. So you really need to just fill them up as much as you can with the nutritional side and understand that yeah. that's hydrating them. Exactly. And um, I think a lot of people worry they're going to run out of breast milk. And I think that's, that's sort of a myth that 
that's been around. I don't know. We seem to think of a, a breast as a bottle that it gets filled and then it empties and it gets filled and it's emptied. And that's not the case. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's never ending. It's like tears. It's, you know, it's, it's always there. You know, there, there will always be breast milk available. Um, and I think more importantly is for the parent to actually be keeping hydrated during the heat yes. as opposed to trying to give your baby water. Yes. And I suppose the fact that, I mean, nature's so clever that the more that the baby is suckling, the more it's stimulating mom to produce more breast milk because we know that we're going to need more. Absolutely. And um, so, so unless there's a, a problem that the mom's got low supply or she's got other issues, which I'm sure she would have been dealing with long before the, the heat wave, Hmm. Um, then, then there's obviously uh, some concerns we can look at supplementing, but we'd be supplementing with, you know, an additional milk feed or something like that. You wouldn't be supplementing with water. Um, other than that, the more milk you make, you know, the more milk is removed, the more milk you're going to make. So we shouldn't have a problem from that side of at all, but it's always important to look at your baby, know your signs of dehydration. Um, and if you know your signs of dehydration, so we're looking at sunken fontanelles we're looking at um you know skin turgor we're looking at you know lethargy there's there's a, there's a number of things to look at and if you are seeing that then you go contact your healthcare provider don't give them water yeah. you know, go contact yeah. your healthcare provider and find out what's the underlying issue because it's it's really a, a heat issue and if we got if we got some parents listening on here as well um the the amount of wet nappies if that starts going down yeah absolutely so we're looking for um in a baby under, you know, sort of four months, we're looking for six or seven heavy wet nappies in a 24-hour period. And we want um, frequent stooling. So we're also looking for make sure your baby's not constipated, you know, make sure that um, their the nappies are constantly wet. And that's what I always say to moms. How we know babies are getting enough milk, we look at the breastfeed. Are they swallowing? Is they swallowing? Are they actually getting milk? Then we look over 24 hours, look at their nappies. Are they getting enough nappies? And, and use your common sense here as well. You know, you change a nappy, it's dry. You go, okay, is what it is. Second nappy is dry. Now you start to, you know, what's going on here. And by yeah. a third dry nappy, you need to now figure out what's, what's actually going on. But by a third dry nappy, babies are usually looking not so well. They probably have a bit of a temperature. Hmm. You know, they're getting a bit irritable they're not looking so good. So you would start already thinking there might be an issue here. Um, but it's usually a dehydration in a baby is usually associated with something like a diarrhea or a vomiting or something along those lines as well. Okay. Okay. Really, really yeah. good points. So I think there's two points to capture there, especially when it starts to get warm. The one is that, especially in the little ones, like you were saying, under two months, water is not the answer. No, it's not where you're aiming. Um, and if you are seeing a problem that you think water is the answer for, we need to figure out what that problem is. And you need to know what your signs are, which you've just so wonderfully taken us through, which is, which yeah. is great. The trick then is when does water become part of what you would do so we usually say when babies start when you introduce solids when babies start solids that when we actually start introducing water and it's not a case of baby now needs 30 mils or anything like that mm -hmm. we, we we start introducing it with the food so when babies are eating we make sure that there's a sippy cup or a, okay. a separate bottle or something like that of water and from once baby is eating solids we make water freely available for them 
So when they're sitting on the floor playing, there's always a sippy cup of water. We, we start introducing water and make it part of their daily lives, something they enjoy, something they know is always around for them, and they can constantly be sipping. Mm. So very different from your under two months, your six-month-old, maybe we should be increasing their water a little bit in this period and saying, okay. make sure it's always available, you know, always offering it, have a sip, have a sip, have a sip. Mm. And then simply it's also about keeping your babies cool, <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know about in the UK, but here we often have a little bit of an issue with babies in mid-January in 40 degrees being put in thick blankets and, um, you know, because this fear that they're going to get a pneumonia from the from mm. a breeze or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we, we need to be keeping our babies cool. So what are you doing from that side? You know, uh, how are we dressing them? <laughs> are they still in full blankets? Like what's going on mm. there? Because that, that, I think that's an important thing as well. People are introducing water, but what are we doing on the other side? You know, so how important. are we keeping our babies cool? Yeah. yeah. So it's not just that aiming straight at the water. There's all yeah. of these almost like, I'm going to say non-pharmacological interventions, yes. but yes. you know, these like physical interventions that you could give before yeah. you start having to look at that. Okay. Yeah. So keep your baby cool. Um, offer the breast as often as possible. If you are formula feeding, get away from your little bit of a, you know, I have, can only feed my baby when the app beeps. Um, mm, you know, yes. just because, uh, because we have a lot of those issues where um, parents are so focused on only feeding at certain times because they need this routine you know we need a little bit of flexibility based on things like that so maybe add in an extra feed if that's needed mm. if you feel your baby is battling a little bit or even a sip here a sip there uh, yeah. of the um of their milk feed will go a long way because that's the thing where we talk about people worried about that their multipliers may be going to end or go away. One of the one of the ways that you know that, that we start to worry about that is when you get so regimented with your feeding. You know, it's got to be yeah. as you know at, on demand. I think I read a lovely thing on one of the new guidelines where you uh, for for your young young babies you feed them when they are hungry and you stop feeding them when they are full you know it was the first piece of like really good advice that i saw i was like oh this is amazing it's no longer a <laughs> clock watch this a clock watch that i was like yeah we're finally the science is finally catching up yeah that, that's exactly what we're trying to teach babies as well um so part of our breastfeeding journey is healthy eating and our babies are better than us because they eat when they're hungry and drink when they're thirsty and that's mm. and that's what we aim at because if we all did that we, we wouldn't have too many eating disorders. We wouldn't be told to drink eight glasses of water a day because every time we were thirsty, we would drink something yeah. and we would stay hydrated. But the, the problem is we, we get busy in our lives and we, <laughs> and this is what I teach my pregnant and breastfeeding moms is they, you know, they wake up, they sit down to breastfeed and they go, oh, I'm thirsty, but they don't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. And then the next breastfeed, they're like, oh, I'm thirsty and they don't do anything about it. And by the afternoon, now they are sitting in a state of mild dehydration because they fed four times, but haven't actually drunk anything or eaten yeah. anything of value. And when they had so, the chance to drink, it was a coffee to keep yourself going, which just dehydrates even away, further. <laughs> which, which is even worse. So um, definitely, you know, listen to the baby. So yeah. they are very good at eating when they're hungry and drinking when they're thirsty. And if we just listen to them, instead of trying to put them on sort of a regimented regi regime, they'll actually, they'll do well. They'll actually really do well. And we just need to watch our babies, listen to our babies and they'll tell us the answer. But the yeah. answer isn't 
give a give a newborn water definitely not okay i love that thank you very much for making some time for us and coming on and talking about that because i think it's super important because the messaging at the moment is getting a little muddy i know it's getting a little bit muddy over here and i know you know uh, yeah as i was saying to you i've already had a couple of moms come in this morning going hang on a second and the weird thing is they hear about it and they go I didn't even know I could give my baby water. Great. I'm going to go and do that. And you, whoa, hang on. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. You know, and then just fill up some of that, that, that emotion and wanting to help with a couple of facts. And then, Absolutely. and then we can, we can move forward nicely. Yeah. And it's a very, it's a very um, sort of a difficult thing because in a, in a sense, it makes sense. So when your um, aunt walks in and says, you know, it's really hot. Have you given your baby water? The mom's sort of going, oh, should I, should I be giving the baby water? Like I haven't really thought about this, mm. you know, and it, and as you say, as an adult, it makes sense to drink water. So it's, it's very hard for parents. And I, I'm a little bit disappointed in the healthcare professionals who are advocating this because mm. um, they actually know better or they should have yeah, looked, researched it. You should know better and you should have researched it beforehand yeah. and we should have simple, same messaging going out for everyone. Cause that's um, the babies thing. don't need water. This yeah. is no gray area. Because no, I think some people are, are thinking that as well. Maybe, well, maybe could. It's not a gray area. The, like the, the deal is done here. It's, it's no water. Yeah, and it's evidence-based. There's research in it. There's nothing. Mm. I mean, it's not, it's, you know, it's not muddy. It shouldn't actually be muddy at all. It should just be simple. Every doctor should be saying the same thing, and it shouldn't be a problem. I, I mean, I don't, know, I don't know if you see cramps from, from babies drinking water. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and heavily trying to work out what is going on with that and going back through the history. And then you're starting yeah. to think, is it a, is it a protein intolerance? Is it a, this or that? And and then it starts to come out, you know, well, oh, they were looking a little, a little, you know, <laughs> you know, looking like they were thirsty is always yes. the thing. Like there's a yeah. difference in babies between being hungry and thirsty. It's exactly <laughs> the same thing. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, not, and not, I haven't seen it enough to make it a thing where I kind of jump on it, but it definitely, it, it, the whole picture just does not make sense when it comes in and they sit and they cramp and cramp. And as you say, they've got that low sodium. So, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's affecting the whole bowel. Yeah. Yeah. We see, I mean, we see it quite a lot, a lot here because I think um, a lot more parents are aware of the weather here. It's yeah. a lot hotter for more time. So we see it a lot more, but it's, it's definitely a question I get asked all the time and the answer simple. And I, I try on my socials to post a lot of stuff on it just to hmm. constantly keep the messages. They don't need water until they've started solids. Okay. So if you are a health professional and you're watching this, please just you know, make sure you're giving out the right evidence-based information. Uh, if you're a parent watching this, I hope this cleared something up for you if you were a little concerned. Um, so yeah, Sam, thank you very much for your time. It's always great to be able to chat with you and always be able, be, be able to cut out the nonsense. <laughs> get down to the facts and then yeah because obviously parents are just trying to do their best and at the yeah. end of the day the best thing is to be as informed as possible when we do our thing yeah absolutely well i'm gonna go climb back into my blanket because it's it's still a bit chilly here <laughs> i'm gonna go and enjoy um, <laughs> the last of the sun <laughs> thank yeah, you very much <laughs> cool man thanks <laughs> okay bye